Welcome back to the All That I Am podcast, everybody. I am your podcast host, Lady Vivian Jacobs, and this is season three, episode three of the podcast. Tonight, 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 ladies, we are still on damaged goods, but we are speaking to the subject as it relates to singles. And so I don't want my married women to fret that are in the room because this is for singles. This is for those that are married and this is for those that desire marriage. So this is for every woman. This is definitely for every woman. And so I'm excited to share what the Lord has impressed upon my heart to share with you all on tonight. If you have not done so already, ladies, please stop now. Take a moment and subscribe to our podcast. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify, and we are on iHeartRadio. I would love it if you would do me a favor and subscribe to all three of those. And while you're at it, if you love this episode, only if you love it, we want you to give us a review. Um, we want you to give us a review anyhow, uh, in any way it may go. And so I want you all to go ahead and do that. I know we're going to have an amazing time tonight because I have an amazing guest that I am going to introduce very, very shortly. But I first want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has been listening consistently, those that have been catching the replays and that have been streaming um, over and over again and that have been tagging me in those posts. When you do stream, if you are on Instagram, if you are on Facebook, if you do uh, post it. I'm not saying that you have to, but if you do tag me in it, let us know how this podcast has been a blessing to you. We would really appreciate that. So how's everybody doing? It's Friday. I don't know about you, but for me, it has been a long productive week, but it's also been a peaceful week. And so I'm excited about Friday. I don't have a whole lot planned for the weekend. I do have a little bit of self-care integrated in the weekend because we know that self-care is is necessary. And so, but I'm excited to be here uh, on this Friday. Where is everybody from? I want you all to begin to talk to me. Drop it in the comment section. Don't unmute yourself. I want you to put it in the comment section. Where are you listening from? Where are you listening from, everybody? Let us know. Let us know in the comments where you're listening from. Let's see what we have. We have California. We have Kentucky in the house. We have Virginia. We have North Carolina, South Carolina. We have Georgia, Florida, Jamaica. We have Peoria, Chicago in the house, Alabama in the house. Yes, we have so many people watching from so many different areas. And we are just excited that you decided to listen in with us. As you know, those that have been listening, we're gonna have a very candid, transparent conversation in an effort to help somebody along the way. And so you all know how we do it. Get your blanket, get your coffee, get your tea and your notebooks because we want you to take some notes. We want you to take this with you. Don't allow this just to be a, a moment where you hear something that sounds good, right? But we want you to be able to take it with you and apply it to your life so that you can become better. And so as I mentioned earlier, I have a very special guest tonight by the name of Brianna Sharp. She is a beautiful woman inside and out, and we are honored to have her with us here on tonight on the All That I Am podcast. Let's welcome Brianna Sharp. Brianna, I want you to take a moment and just tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into our topic on tonight. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Listen, before I say a little bit about myself, I just want to say thank you, Lady V, for Aww. having me. I'm so excited to be on your show, to be on your podcast. We about to have some fun tonight because we going to get into it. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Um, so I'm Brianna Sullivan Sharp. I am from Snow Mountain, Georgia, uh, and I am... Uh, a graduate of Johnson C. Smith University, where I majored in sacred music. So I have a music degree. I love music. I sing. Um, I am also 
uh, a wife and my husband is Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. And we are serving as the leaders of Fellowship Chicago. So we just recently moved to Chicago um, almost three years ago, which is insane. I just feel like we just got here. Awesome, wow. Time flies when you're having fun. When you, oh my God. Are, when you are having fun and you are doing things, time flies. Before Absolutely. you know it, you look up, like you said, and it's three years and it's like, wow, where did the time go? Well, we are honored and excited to have you on for tonight. And so we are going to continue in our series, Damaged Goods. And so on tonight, we are going to be talking about living single. Basically, this is catered toward the single person or someone that desires marriage or someone that may be married and maybe they've allowed the damage that they've experienced while they were single to spill into their marriage. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I say this is for every woman. It's not just for the single woman because even the married woman can still be dealing with some of these issues from previous relationships. And so I'm excited to dive in. Before we start, and I've given this before, um, but for some of the first time listeners, I wanna just kind of uh, define uh, damage. And so damage is defined as uh, to inflict physical harm on something so as to impair its value. Remember that word, as to impair its value, its usefulness or its normal function. Products that are broken or imperfect, mm. uh, disfigured, or it spoils the attractiveness of a thing to impair to weaken something. So I want you to begin to think about that. Everybody that's listening, begin to think about that because if we can all be honest, we've all had to deal with some sort of damage to some extent in some area of our life. And most of the times it's in more areas than more area than one. Okay, and if we could be honest, we've all dealt with that or we're all still dealing with something, you know, that we've been damaged in the past and maybe we haven't received the healing that we need, right? And so that's what this podcast is about. This series is about is recognizing that damage, but it's not enough just to recognize it, but how do you move from this place? How do you heal from this place? How do you progress from this place? Because God wants us to have meaningful relationships and he wants us to, you know, if, if it's in God's will for us to get married, you know, we want to make sure that we're healed from that past hurt or damage that we experienced in a previous relationship, right? And if you know anything about damaged goods, no one wants to pay full price for damaged goods. If you think of, I've given this example before, they'll have like a basket in the grocery store, right? And they'll have some fruit and it's all banged up. You can see that the can is all smashed on the outside. It has dents on the outside, right? But it doesn't negate the goodness of the fruit that's on the inside of the can. And so just because you've been damaged doesn't mean that you don't still have the goods, doesn't mean that you aren't still worthy or have value, right? Sometimes we can go through things in life and we can become damaged and we can lose our sense of worth or our sense of value. And the enemy would seek to cause us to focus on the, that brokenness or that damage to keep us from fulfilling our purpose, right? Or to keep us in a place where we don't really recognize or realize our worth. And so that's what we're going to talk about on tonight. I just wanted to give you all a little um, backdrop on it. And so, Brianna, I want you to just begin to talk about uh, talk about to us. And I know we're we're both married, but we were single before we were married. Amen. Amen. And so we can still deal with that. We can talk about that from a very um, honest place because we were one single. Um, and so I want you to just talk to us about how does that damage, how is it exemplified in the single person, right? How, what does that look like in a single person, damaged goods? Yeah, I think damaged goods in a single person, um, and honestly, in all of us, uh, it reveals insecurity, insecurity, right? And so when we are single, I remember um, when I was single, you know, 
I was one of those girls that was planning out my life. So by 25, I was going to be married and I was going to have a big wedding and all this stuff like that. But when I hit 25, I realized I wasn't married. And so I began to question my worth. What's wrong with me? You know, do, am I not good enough? Am I not cute enough? What, I mean, do I, have, do I not have enough to offer? What, what's going on? And so I began to wrestle with my insecurities, my own personal insecurities. And then I also wrestle with the loneliness that comes with singleness. You know, sometimes, you know, singleness can look fun out here. Like everybody out here, oh, it's the life of the party. But if we were 100, <laughs> it could get very lonely. And so I remember going through um, a lonely season when I was single. And so I think dealing with those insecurities and questioning your worth, that comes um, with damaged goods. Because what you have to realize is even though you're single, you still have great worth, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, that's, that's, that's one of the things that sticks out to me about yeah. that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and even as I was looking at all of this for tonight, that was one of the major things that stuck out to me um, is those insecurities. Because if we're not careful, um, if we don't deal with that and really deal with it and try to receive healing from whatever it was that caused us to be insecure, then we will allow it to spill over in our marriage or yeah. our next relationship, you know, and we'll begin to um, exemplify those symptoms in that relationship. And I don't care what nobody say, but a man don't want an insecure woman. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, it'll begin to repeat itself uh, in relationships and exemplify by the behavior that we will show, you know, if we have those insecurities down on the inside of us and we do not deal with it and we do right. not deal with it. And so how do, how would you say insecurities show up in dating selections and your preferences or your dating habits and even in building intimate relationships with the opposite sex? How, how does that show up in, in those areas? So I think it shows up with you, um, some people being nitpicky, um, some people wanting to be controlling. Uh, there's no trust there. Even it, it doesn't even have to be a serious relationship. If you're dating and you're always questioning, well, what is he doing? Why hasn't he called me? I just text him and five minutes pass by and well, he ain't text me back. So he must be with somebody else. Or you trying to <laughs> get his information, his social media information, because you want to check DMs. Like what's happening? No, yeah. let's let's bring it back. Um, and the whole the whole nitpicking situation, the whole controlling. Nobody wants to be in that. That's toxic, yeah. you know. Like, think, and you got to flip that thing. What if somebody was trying to control you, and and not and and not, you know, deal with you know. Violation. Let me let me go back. Let me go back. What if somebody was trying to control you, uh -huh. and nitpick everything that you were doing? That yeah. would make you feel comfortable. You won't like that. You will immediately become turned off. So we have to make sure we have to uh, look in the mirror and check ourselves and make sure that we're not doing that when we're in the season of dating, when we're trying to find somebody, and even when we're building an intimate relationship uh, with the opposite sex. And then, of course, you know, pray about that thing. Be like, okay, Lord, is this a waste of time or is this going to go somewhere? Yeah, so, yeah. I agree with that. I think that um, prayer is huge. And I think, you know, we, we, we hear it and we know, but I don't think we really know the power of it <laughs> until yeah. we really use it consistently because God will show us. And sometimes he'll be showing us and it'll be because we, we don't want to see what he's showing us, you know, and we may not move out on what we see that God is showing us in a relationship. Um, and so I want to talk about really briefly, um, and I'm just going to kind of mention what my take is on this, um, some causes of insecurity. And you mentioned some of it when you were just talking, some causes of insecurity, because this is a big one and, and, and people don't, you can have the finest woman, the woman that's doing a whole lot and she could still be insecure, you know, mm -hmm. and some of the things that, um, I think contribute to that is number one, like you said, low self-esteem yeah. or low self-confidence. So we're only secure 
in a relationship as we allow ourselves to be. Yeah. We are only as secure in a relationship as we allow ourselves to be, right? Multiple failed relationships. And even as you said, it'll begin to cause you to ask yourself, what's wrong with me? Mm. What's wrong with me? Especially if you you were dating somebody and y'all broke up and then you see that he got married right after y'all broke up. How many women have been in that situation? You don't have to put it in the comment section. You don't. <laughs> but, you know, and you see that and you begin to ask yourself, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with you. That just was not for you, you know, and that was God's way of really protecting you. So a lot of times what we feel like is, is hard for us or, you know, something that we wanted that we didn't get, it, it was really God's protection yeah. because it wasn't for you. Um, but that's one of the causes that I see, uh, you know, that will cause insecurity. And then also uh, basically going into what I just said, negative past experiences, mm-hmm. we hold on to emotional baggage mm-hmm. and we bring that emotional baggage, those negative emotions into a new relationship damage. Come on. You know, we bring the damage into a new relationship and then we begin to damage the relationship that we're in. Okay. And I think one of the primary reasons for that is because we don't allow ourselves time to heal. We want to get done with one relationship and jump right into the next one. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Have you seen that? Like you, you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like you, and I think that some people teach that like you, in order to get over this when you got to get another one. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. You need to get healed first That's before right. you get into another relationship. You need to learn you first Yeah. before you get into another relationship. Right. So, I mean, those are two things. And then one of the last things I'll say is a lack of fulfillment in your personal life. Mm. What are you doing? What are you doing? What, what are you doing? How productive are you in your life? We cannot rely on someone else to bring us fulfillment in our lives. Absolutely. We can't. You cannot allow, you cannot rely on someone else to bring fulfillment in your life. They could be doing so many things and you're not doing, you have to be doing, there is a purpose for you. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. Sometimes we can get so bogged down and so wrapped up in our children, in our husbands. You know, I'm talking from a, a married perspective, you know, and even those that are single, what are you doing? What are you doing that that's productive, that's adding to you? I mean, you could jump in at any time uh, if you want, but I want you to kind of talk about even as it relates to the insecurity. So you may have some woman that's dealing with that. Like, how do you overcome those insecurities? Yeah, I want to go back to the point when you just said you got to heal. Because that was powerful, right? And I think that is one of the ways you can overcome insecurities. We have to get somewhere and invest in ourselves. We need to bet on ourselves. We always want to go pour into others and be motivational speakers. But what happens when you're pouring out and you're pouring from an empty vessel? You got to pour back in to yourself. And so investing in yourself, what does that look like? Um, How about... Uh, taking the journey of learning who you are now because who we were five years ago I believe that we're different people and so I think healing means taking a chance to get to know you what do you like there may be some things that you like five years ago that you don't like no more you know we are life is an evolving journey all right so if you still in that same place that you were it's time to do some work sis like we got to put some work in and so uh, investing in yourself, get some books, start reading books. One of my favorite books, I love this book, it's called The Four Agreements. I don't know if you've ever heard of this book, but you have, it's called The Four Agreements, The Four Agreements. This is such an easy um, book. It's probably about 80 pages. It's mm-hmm. Easy read, easy read. And this book breaks down the four agreements and it just talks about how you have to be impeccable with your words. Um, don't take anything personal. Uh, don't um, make any assumptions. That's and I forgot good. the fourth. I forgot the fourth agreement. Oh, I see some people in the chat that are familiar with the book. <laughs> 
but the book is life-changing and that's the way where you can invest in yourself and you can start filling yourself back up with some positive resources. Of course, you gotta pray. You got it. This is a time where we increase our intimacy with God. That's what healing. If we want to be healed, we got to go to the healer. Exactly. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody else do it. You yeah. got to go to the source. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so that, that, and, and then once you begin that journey, once you begin that process, I believe that you begin to see a change come upon you. And yeah. that same, that insecure woman that you were before, Mm-mm. that girl is gone. And you're going to start singing that song, I'm feeling myself. I'm yeah. feeling myself. Listen, because that's what evangelist Nicki Minaj and Beyonce said, okay? Now, don't kick me off, Lady Bill, for, for you know. <laughs> well, I'm not. Listen, you right up my alley. <laughs> Please don't kick me off. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> that, that's what's up. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Affirm yourself. Yes. I love it. That is so true, though, uh, because we've all dealt with it, you know, in some area of our life. And I think one of the main things also, we got to be honest with ourselves. Like, if you can't be honest with anybody else, you got to be honest with yourself. Listen, I went through this relationship you know, it wasn't good. And now I'm dealing with insecurity. I'm, I'm, I'm checking my man phone every time he leave a room. We got any phone checkers in the, in the, we have any phone checkers in the room, you know, and, and we're dealing <laughs> with that. Your phone. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm not about to drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not, I'm not about to drive myself crazy. Nope. And you thinking all these, uh, crazy things. No. So number one, you got to be honest with yourself with where you are. Like, this is where I, where I am, you know, Lord, I need to be healed from this place. I need to move from this place, but you got to be honest with yourself. You cannot get healing in an area that you're not admit, you're not willing to admit that you're sick in. And I've said this before, you know, because I'm a nurse, nobody's going to come to the hospital if they don't feel like they need to see a doctor. If they don't feel like they're sick, if they're not admitting, I ain't sick, but you coughing all up and down, coughing on everybody, got a fever, I ain't sick, you know, and we're not willing to admit it. You've got to be honest with yourself because sometimes, and that just reminds me, even with the whole coughing story, you know, even if you're not willing to admit it, People can see it. Yeah. People can see it. Whether you're willing to admit it or not, it's exemplified in your actions and people, insecurity is loud. Come on. Insecurity is loud. You know, when you know who you are and you're confident in what you have and all, and you have that confidence, you don't have to go blast it to everybody else. But when you find someone that's blasting it to, you know, the whole world and you, you're trying to prove to yourself, you're trying, you know, you're trying to build that confidence in yourself that that's who you are. I've learned, you know, those that are, the I'm not going to say everybody that's loud. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is that you just have to be careful because even if you do not admit it, it will show up. It will show up and people will see it. And so we have to be honest with ourselves. And then even as you said, invest in yourself, you know, invest in some books, invest in a class, be the best you that you can be. I don't care whatever you're doing, be the best you that you can be, do it. And then prayer, of course, and a therapist. now a therapist and i know that we've been hearing and we've been you know seeing that but it helps it definitely helps and so those are just some of the things to kind of help with overcoming insecurities which will actually help with uh you know healing from damage but we have to make sure that we're being intentional about it now let you feel Yes. You said something really quick. You said insecurity is loud, but I also heard confidence is attractive. It is. Insecurity is is loud, but confidence is attractive. I love it. Yes. I just wanted to add on to that one. I love it. (laughs) It definitely is because a man wants, and I'm, I'm not even saying, I don't want us to try and be all that we can be for the purpose of just a man. Yeah. But, you know, 
like you said, confidence is attractive, even in friendships and relationships, you know, just having that confidence in someone that knows who they are, it is definitely uh, attractive. Um, and so, yeah, so some of the signs of insecurity, and we're going to jump right into our next question, but I just want to kind of stay here a little bit because I feel like it's helping somebody, yeah. but some of the signs of insecurity, and, and we may not even see it, or we may not be willing to admit it, but it's exemplified in our behavior, jealousy, uh, mm. controlling behavior, constantly stalking social media. <laughs> How many social media stalkers do we have? Listen, you got some women and I did not even know, like I like my peace and my sleep too much to be doing all of this, but some women be creating fake social media pages to go look at people's stories and this, when I learned about this, I'm like, this, this is some crazy stuff. Well, why do you have that much time? Uh -uh. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Invest in yourself. Woo, Find something for you to do. And you got too much time on your hands mm. to be doing all of this, stalking social. Listen, the truth, it, it'll come to light eventually. <laughs> you ain't got to go looking for it. It'll come to light eventually. Uh, and then also another sign is the need for constant reassurance. Yeah. Um, so those are just some of those signs. Um, but how do you know, you know, maybe for someone that has dealt with that damage in a relationship and they're trying to build a new relationship, right? How do you know when it's safe to trust yourself and other people after experiencing damage? Yeah, I feel like kind of going back to what I said before, I feel like you you begin to feel brand new, like you feel restored. You can feel your life coming back. You can feel your confidence coming back. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you just you just feel brand new and you feel like you are in a a whole place. You're you're whole. Yeah. You know, you're in a, you're you're mentally in a different place. You feel restored and you feel like, hey, I kind of got my my swag back. I think I could get in, get back into it. And I also think that going back to that relationship with God, because once again, see, we on the journey on this thing. We've been hurt. But now we have taken the process to be healed. So while we have we are on this journey of being healed, we have um, built a stronger, intimate relationship with God. And I believe that when you are focused on this relationship with God, God would tell you when you're ready. Yes, he will. Right? God will give you the green light. You, you don't have to second guess that thing and be on your knees for th three hours trying to figure out if this is, you know, if we got the green light. No, no, no. Like, you will feel that thing in your spirit. And sometimes when you get in a new place and you begin to feel better, sometimes you, ain't, you don't need to be in a no relationship right now. Like, enjoy that season yeah. of being happy and alone. Because yeah. being lonely doesn't always have to be sad, but some people enjoy being alone, being single and happy. See, that's a whole nother level of joy. Yeah. <laughs> when you don't need, when you don't need nobody. When, yeah. when you know, I know it's a uh, cuffing season now and it's cold outside and the saints want to cuddle, I understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know, some people don't need all that. And yeah. so I believe that God will give you the green light and when it's time for you to get ready for the next relationship and also pray about that thing. If somebody comes across your path and they are attractive and it looks like they got great things going for themselves, you yeah. pray on that thing. Don't jump on it quick because you yeah. might regret it. Yeah, that is so true. Um, and I'm just thinking back uh, since we're having a, you know, a real conversation, I'm thinking back to when I met my husband. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't looking I honestly can say, and I'm not just saying this women, I was not looking for a husband when I met my husband. Mm -hmm. I was not looking for a man. I was trying to get out of a relationship um, and I was out of it, but I was trying to stay out of it because, you know, sometimes we can get out of something and then we can go back to what's comfortable to us, you know? So I was out of relationship. I was trying to stay out of it. I was investing in myself. I had just bought me some property. I had just gotten done with school. I was registered, you know, going back for my master's. I was focusing on me. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like my previous relationship was just so exhausting that I wanted to allow myself time to heal before moving on you know so I wasn't I wasn't 
thinking about it, you know? So, but like you said, I did feel like God had eventually, not right away, but I feel like God had given me the red light, I mean, the green light to finally, you know, move on in this new relationship, you know, but I think sometimes we look for it so much, you know, and we're looking, spending so much time for looking, you know, into looking for it to where we're not really focusing on us and we're not focusing on God, you know, Mm -hmm. and allowing him to speak to us, to let us know, you know, so if we're not speaking to God and we're not inclining our ear to hear from him, you know, he Mm -hmm. could be saying something, but because you're so focused on trying to find your husband, because you feel like you've reached that age, you know, because let's just be honest when you, you know, you even said at 25, you know, and society puts an age on it you know Mm -hmm. where if you're not married at this time then you're considered damaged goods and it's like no no everybody's journey is different everybody's journey is different my journey is not going to be the same as your journey Mm -hmm. the timing in my journey is not going to be the same in your journey you know so we just have to make sure that even as you said when God gives us that green light and what do you do when he gives you the red light do you listen What if God is saying, no, not right now? No, daughter, I need you to learn yourself. I need you to heal. I need you to get closer to me. You know, this is not this. I need to continue to develop you to be the wife that you need to be, you know? So what do you do when you get that red light? Do you listen or do you jump right into that next relationship? And you haven't even, you know, gotten the, the go ahead from God because we're too impatient yeah. and it's cuffing season, you mm-hmm. know, and we're limited by time. God is not limited by our time, you know? So I think that, like you said, you know, when it's uh, safe to trust that next person is number one through prayer, getting that green light from God and trust is built over time. You know, maybe you're dealing with somebody and maybe you're, you, you started dating someone they're consistent. Are they consistent? Come on. Can you trust them? Has enough time? Have they proven themselves to you? Right? Are they respectful? You know, there are certain things that you you need to look for, you know, for you to know. I'm talking to the one that's in the relationship now, whether it's safe to really trust that person, maybe to, you know, go to the next step or whatever, you know, so you got to make sure that even as we want God to speak to us, but are we listening? Have we rid our lives of the distractions, you know, that's pulling us away where we can't really listen to God because we're so focused on what we want. Yeah. So focus on what we want and not what God wants for us. Yeah. And sometimes when God gives us the red light, some of us hard headed. We like, Uh oh, Lord, let me get this pass real quick. And then, (laughs) you know, let me go because he's fine. Because, see, that's what it is. Let's let's be all the way 100. It'll be fine. And then you get weak. And hard. A pass. Uh -uh. Hard. (laughs) And then when you get in it, you realize, uh oh, it's not what I thought. Okay, yeah. Lord, take me out of it. Uh-uh. If you would have been obedient, if you, you wouldn't be dealing with this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. We put ourselves in so many things, you know, that God did not give us the go ahead for, and we want him to take us out of it. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you didn't consult me when you did it. Come on. So you asking for my help now. But God is so faithful. He's so just, you know, <laughs> to help us even when we get ourselves uh, in a bind. And so what happens though, when you enter a serious relationship and you have not dealt with that past damage? How does that exemplify, you know, even outside of, of the insecurity? What happens when you enter a serious relationship and you haven't dealt with the past damage? Yeah, I, I feel like you become very toxic. The image that um, comes to mind is, you know how sometimes we're riding on the expressway and we see a car and fumes yeah. are just coming out of the car. Yeah. And then it's giving off a terrible odor. And we while we driving, because see, their car is in front of us and we driving like, oh, I wish they would move it out of the way. <laughs> sometimes when you don't deal <laughs> with yeah. your issues and get somewhere and heal, you become a toxic car. And you're releasing fumes, fumes mm, that do not good. smell good. Yeah. There's a stench <laughs> in the atmosphere and you want to have a beautiful fragrance. And so 
that I believe that's one thing that happens. Sometimes you become a, a, a ticking bomb. You become a volcano. Yeah. There's so much that you're carrying. And as black women, ooh, we carry so much yes, and we, we carry can. a lot of things that we don't talk about. Yeah. And so I think it's um, important and, and for us to realize that we can't be walking volcanoes Mm-mm. and at any moment we can erupt. Like, no, yeah. sis, that's not the will for your life. I, yeah. I, just, I just really believe that. So, you know, it's important that we get somewhere, heal, take time to heal. We can't rush that process at all. I wanted to kind of focus on that too, because sometimes it's like, okay, I, I done spent time with the Lord. All right, I'm healed. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. No, you gotta, you need to linger there. You got to yeah. linger. So yeah. let let's not be walking volcanoes. Let's not be toxic cars with fumes coming out of them. Come on, um, come on. You know, you you just want, and then you start to, um, you know, uh, throw things at your partner, and they don't even deserve that. So what happens? when you don't even want to deal with yourself, but you expect somebody else to deal with you. What's happening? That's real. Like, no, real. we got to get ourselves together. And it's not fair to the person that you're in the relationship with at all. It's, it's just not fair. They ain't asked for that. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. And, and I'm thinking of like old wounds, right? You know how, when you think of past damage and maybe you've been wounded, And I'm thinking of an old wound that has not been fully healed and it begins to bleed on the new person. Oh my God. And so now your old wound is becoming his problem, right? You're bleeding on him Mm. because you have not gotten your healing because maybe you moved on too fast or maybe you maybe you gave yourself time to heal but you 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 didn't heal the way that you thought you did and now this old wound is opening back up maybe you dealt with insecurity in a previous relationship and now you're in this relationship and any little thing causes you to question and and it takes you back to that old place of what you went through or you still have walls built up right because somebody hurt you in a previous relationship. And so now the walls are built up and you don't want to let anybody in. Yeah. And you can be missing out, you know, on your Prince Charming (laughs) or whatever the case may be, because you have these walls built up and you're afraid to let people in. You're afraid to be vulnerable. It's harder to connect, you know, or to build that trust. You have to allow yourself to heal. You've got to give yourself permission to heal. Cause even as I said before, you can't hold the new person, you know, hostage to something that the previous partner did, you know, because it's not fair to them. And then I want to say this, even with the healing from, you know, past damage, you got to forgive yourself. Because sometimes we're so upset at ourselves because we feel dumb. You know, we feel crazy. Like, why did I allow my, why was I in that for 10 years? Why did I let this happen? Why didn't I do that? Why forgive yourself? Forgive yourself and you need to forgive that person quickly. And the reason I say quickly is so that the healing process can take place because the healing is a process. It's not going to happen overnight, Mm -hmm. you know? So you have to be able to number one, forgive yourself for what you feel like you shouldn't have allowed, you know, and forgive that person for what they did, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and it really, I really want to jump into this, um, because I, and I may be going here a little too soon, but it, it's kind of a segue into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, forgiving that person, you know, even if there is no closure. So mm-hmm. how do you heal from a past relationship without closure? Yeah, yeah. So that question, Lord have mercy, that's good. <laughs> Because even if they aren't sorry, yes, in the comment section, forgive. Because guess what? At the end of the day, it's not even about them, right? It's not. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be bondage 
not in bond. I'm not going to be in bondage, you know, because I haven't forgiven somebody. It's really about me being free and moving on to a place where I could get my healing. But how do you move past a relationship without closure? Yeah, you got to set some boundaries. Yeah, and I mean like some for real boundaries, not not you know. Oh, okay, I can put them on mute. No, <laughs> I mean, and you determine, <laughs> you can determine how um, extreme and how strong those boundaries need to be, but you got to set boundaries. So if that means that you need to remove that person from your call log, delete them out your phone, if you need to stop following them on social media because you're focusing on you, it doesn't matter what they're doing. You got to focus on what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so setting boundaries, you got to detox, which goes, which goes back to the healing process, yeah. especially if you've been with that person for a long time for, I think you just said about 10 plus years, you, you use an example of being with somebody for 10 plus years, you got to detox. It's like, and if the relationship was bad, it's like you've been eating bad food for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So we go somewhere and cleanse ourselves. So when yeah. we, so when we um, get ready for whatever God has next for us, we will, our spirits will be renewed. You know, we will feel lighter because normally when you detox, you feel yeah. a little bit better. Get it all out. <laughs> Let it all out. You got to get it out. Cleansing. <laughs> and so of course we got to take some time to heal. Um, and then, you know what I love. While you are um, getting getting your own personal closure, I think it's also necessary for you to have a waiting to excel night with your girls. Oh, that's good. And I mean, and I mean like your core crew, not your friends. Oh yeah, we cool. No, no, no. I'm talking about like your ride or dies, like the goon squad. The, the squad is going to fight for you, right? The squad that you can be 100% uh, transparent and vulnerable and, and you doing the boo-boo cry because see what they're doing is they're helping you through that process and so have you a wait and exhale night and then have you a self-care night yeah. by yourself where you sit in it sometimes so important. Ooh, sometimes you got to sit in that thing and it's uncomfortable but it's going to be worth it in the end yeah so that's good. That's all good stuff. Um, yeah. Somebody in the comment section said that that's hard for them to move on um, without closure. Um, and, and, and I think everything you said, I mean, do it. Detox. We've got, you got to detox yourself, especially if you've been in that relationship for a long time. You got to be okay with not getting closure. Like you got to be okay with taking your power back. Because that's what you're doing. You're moving on without that closure. And if you feel like you still really need closure, write a letter. Write a letter yeah. expressing. That's another way to detox. Purge those yeah. feelings. You know, whether you give it to that person or not, write a letter and then maybe burn it. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm burning this. I'm getting rid of this. You know, it's a good way to get your feelings out and your thoughts out. Sit down all that you want to say to that person. Maybe they don't want to hear it, you know, you know, where you can get that closure. Write it out. Burn it. Mail it to them. Whatever you do. But if you mail it to them, don't expect a response. Don't expect that if you, you know, I'm going to heal once I get his response. No. Don't, if you're going to mail it, don't mail it, you know, expecting a response because you may not get that. Another person said in the comment, journal. Yes, yeah. I found a good way, you know, to help get over certain things and to heal is to write it out. Journal. Move on without the closure. Take your power back. What consumes your mind is what will control your life. What consumes your mind is what will control your life. The battlefield is in your mind. It's in your mind. It's in, I don't care what nobody's, it is in your mind. And so you've got to get that out of your mind. Yeah. Like you got to detox, get it out of your spirit, yeah. you know, write that letter so that you can get it out. You can release it. And you're not walking around like a volcano, like you said, you know, ready to erupt. Yeah. Like you've got to get it out and you've got to take control of your thoughts. It's more intentional than we think. Come on. You got to take control of your own thoughts. Yes, you do. 
You got to take control of your thoughts. You got to begin to train your thoughts. You got to begin to speak to yourself. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. (laughs) You got to have some self-talk. So, I mean, there, there are practical ways, practical things that can be done to help get over that damage, but it definitely is possible. If you're willing to take that steps and be intentional, it's possible. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to add two more things. You mentioned uh, therapy, of course. I look, I didn't, I didn't name myself a mental health advocate. Now, ain't nobody give me no credentials, but I'm because <laughs> I just believe it, believe in it. So, um, of course, therapy, therapy, therapy. And I know that everybody may not be in the space or may not be ready for therapy. So, I have another option too. So, on Amazon, there is this spiritual self-care for black women it's a it's a workbook and so ladies i'm encouraging you if you if you're not ready to take the step for therapy or maybe you can't afford therapy right now whatever your situation is there are resources out here and so this workbook is a way which is called spiritual self-care for black women it is a way for you to dive in. They have all type of activities in the workbook. You get to journal. Somebody mentioned journal in the chat. You get to journal every day and and you do it whenever you want to. It's it's not like a whole plan. You do it when you're comfortable. And so I encourage you all because this right here, this workbook that I mentioned is part of the detox process. You doing the work because that's what you got to do. You got to do the work. If you're not going to do the work, then stay bound. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You gotta be willing to put in the work. You gotta put in the work. And so uh, as we're nearing uh, an end, so somebody that maybe have dealt with damage in a previous relationship and now they lack that self-worth, right? Or maybe they grew up, you know, in a household where they just weren't really catered in that area. How do you develop a sense of self-worth if you weren't exposed to a grown-up or maybe it's been torn down in a relationship? You know what? I love that this um, pandemic has brought out so many gifts. Gifts have come out of this pandemic. And, and, um, and I know, Lady V, you've been doing this for a while, but I think one of the things that uh, we could do is listen to podcasts like this. There is, um, I can I can tell that there is an audience for Black women. There are resources out here for Black women who need to be affirmed, who need to be covered, who need to feel their uh, self-worth, be birthed inside of them. And so it's spaces like this that says, you know what? Number one, I'm not in this alone. Number two, I, I, I can be, you know, I can have self-worth. It's going to take a process, but it's all about, uh, I guess creating the space and 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 finding doing the research and finding spaces where you can learn how to build your build your self worth. Um, and also, I think um, I know the other week you talked about friendship circles. I think friendship circles, covenant sisters, yeah. are important. And yeah. so, even though you may not have um, been affirmed or really understood your self worth when you were younger. But if you are blessed to have at least one friend, one sister that you can trust, who has your back, who intercedes um, before you, who prays for you, who will fast for uh, on your behalf, that's a gift. And that's something that we can't sleep on. Not that girlfriend that always want to gossip and tell you the latest tea. Like, no, nah, you know, it's a time for that. But I need somebody to cover me. And I really need somebody to pour into me in this season and be honest. Say that, like, sis, I, I'm not there. Like, it, do I really have the confidence that I pretend to have? Yeah, girl, you got it. Yeah. You a black woman, you bad. <laughs> so, you, yeah. We were created. We are beautiful individuals. And God has created something inside of us that's so unique and rare. And once we tap into that thing, once we realize what we were created for, what our calling uh, is, then, oh, we can't be stopped. And so, sis, you on the line right now and you are battling and don't know, you know, your self-worth, you're battling with confidence, you battle with insecurities. Baby, you got a whole village on this on this podcast right here that's rooted, that's covering you, that's, that's got your back, yeah. like for yeah. real, for real. That's good. That's good. And, and 
what I'll add is that you, I mean, the whole sister circle thing, it is so important. Mm -hmm. It's so important to make sure you have that circle where it's, there's value in it. Not to say that you have, you know, 50 women or even 10. If you, I said in the last uh, podcast, even if you have one or two good ones, come on, quality, you winning. You are winning. It is not in quantity, but it's in the quality of the friendships and the relationships that you have. And so uh, what I would like to add is that you have to tell yourself that you deserve to be treated with respect. I don't care what you went through, what the other person did or did not do, what you allowed, and maybe it may have you feeling, you know, unworthy. You deserve to be treated with respect. You deserve to be loved unconditionally. You deserve to be treated right. You deserve it. And we've got to understand that our self-worth is not connected to our bank account. It's not connected to our careers. It's not connected to our attractiveness or how many social media followers we have. Your self-worth is not connected to any of that. You you should have self-worth in spite, despite any of that. You know, it's not connected to those things. And I think that we get it twisted. Social media will have us getting a lot of stuff twisted, you know, as it relates to that, you know, because that's what we see. But it's like that has nothing to do with my self-worth. You know, God created me in his image and in his likeness. I am a child of God. And so I should have self-worth and know that I'm the king's kid. Even in that, you know, no matter my my status or whatever the case may be, you have to know that you are worthy of respect and you deserve respect. Absolutely. You know, and another thing that I like to say, and I'm a big advocate for positive affirmations. Mm. Speak to yourself. Yeah. And it may be a little overrated to some people, but it your words have more power than you think. Yeah. You are really training your mind when you are speaking those and you begin to believe it and it begins to develop that confidence in you to where you think and know like I am this or I can do that and I am worthy of respect. And so my question to you is what are you saying to yourself? Mm. And then don't be so hard on yourself. Right. Don't be so hard on yourself and stop comparing yourself to other people. We're not perfect. None of us are. Mm. Even the people that you're comparing yourself to. Stop doing it. Because even as I said, nobody's journey is going to be the same. And just because you haven't reached this milestone at this age in your journey does not make you less worthy. Mm. You know, it, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't. And so as we're ending, I want you to just take a moment to minister to or encourage, you know, the woman that may be listening and she might feel, you know, so damaged from a relationship that she can't move on past that place. Or maybe she's the one that is in that at that age, you know, that they say, if you're not married or you don't have this and that at this age, then you're considered a a damaged good, you know, or a liability in a relationship, how would you minister uh, or encourage uh, that woman? Yeah, I would first tell my sister, whoever it is that's listening, is that we've all been there. We have all been there. If we, if we have, I'm just being truly 100% honest, we have all been there when we felt like we uh, weren't worthy or we didn't know our worth or we didn't have the confidence. We've all been there. But the beautiful thing is we didn't stay there. And so that's what you have to do. Since you can't stay there, you got to get up. You got to get out of bondage. You got to get out of that darkness or whatever that place is that's making you feel that way. And then, of course, you got to speak to yourself, speak over yourself. Okay, you got to encourage yourself. That's Bible right there. Encourage yourself and tell yourself that I am worthy. I am confident. I am beautiful. I got it going on. I got this. I will make it out of this. Affirm yourself, whatever it is, write it out, put it on some sticky notes, put it in your mirror and put it in places where you can see it daily. So it can be a constant reminder. It should be in your mind constantly every day because you're coming up out of this. 
yes. and you have a village of sisters that are praying for you. Even if we don't know you personally, we don't know your name. We're covering you even now. Yes. God is even God is with you right now, wherever you are in that room, in that lonely place, in the darkness, wherever it is, God is with you. And that's another beautiful thing. That's hope. The fact that we may not be able to hear God all the time, but if we can, if we know that he is present with us in our struggle, mm. then we're going to be all right That's sweet. because God won't leave us alone. And so know that you are not alone. You got a village with you, but most of all, God is with you and you will come out of this, but you got to believe it. Yes. You gotta believe it according to your faith, be it unto you. So yeah. we have to believe it and know that we are going to come from this place, wherever you are, whatever you're experiencing, that it will not be like that always. Um, and so thank you so much to my amazing guest, Rihanna Sharp. You have really blessed us on tonight. I pray that the women that are on here have been blessed. I know that you all have been blessed. And so Brianna, thank you so much. Thank you. You have blessed me. Uh, on tonight and thank you for your yes. Thank you for saying yes. Um, it is definitely appreciated. Um, but women, I just wanna make sure that you take from this, whether you're single, whether you are married, um, you're desiring marriage, whatever the case may be, don't allow the past hurt to cause you to forget that you do have the goods, that you are worthy. You're worthy to be loved. You're worthy to be respected. Don't allow that past hurt to keep you in that bound place. But yeah. you need to recognize that number one, that you have been damaged, take the actionable steps to receive your healing, right? So that it doesn't spill over into your next relationship. And those that are married, you may be still dealing with some things that you dealt with, you know, um, before you got married. And now it's, it's in your marriage and it's causing confusion. It's causing division. It's, you know, causing a lot of ruckus in your marriage. You gotta get healed. You've got to get healed because you can't hold your spouse hostage for something that you experienced in a previous relationship. It's just not fair. It's yeah. not fair, women. So get your healing. You can get it. You can definitely um, get the healing that you need, but you have to be intentional about it. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Brianna, to our special guests for joining us on the All That I Am podcast. Thank you to all of the lovely women that have joined us. Thank you. Thank you for consistently joining us every time that we are on this podcast. And I want you to, uh, to stay up to date with the latest happenings of the I Am Viv J. Uh, if you haven't already, I want you to subscribe to our Facebook community. It is the All That I Am community. So you can stay up to date with the latest happenings uh, with I Am Viv J. Uh, and do me a favor, even as I said in the beginning, give us a review on the various outlets, on the podcast, if you've been impacted in any way, write us, let us know. And I also want to let everybody know um, that I am having a vision board. It's a virtual vision board slumber soiree, if I'm saying that correctly. I usually do a vision board party annually, but since the pandemic, I got a little creative and I did it virtually and the Lord just didn't give me the release to do it in person this year, but I will be doing it in person next year. But for this year, it is still virtual. So those of you that are listening from California, those of you that are listening from Alabama, wherever you're listening from, you can join us. You can be in the virtual room for our vision board party. It will be December 17th. It's on a Friday at 7.30 p.m. That's next Friday. I have two amazing guests that are ready to pour into each and every woman. And the theme for the night is push because we all need a push. And so I want you all to take some time and invest in yourself. It's going to be an investment because it's definitely uh, going to yield um, 
a return. Uh, so go ahead and hit up my site, I am Viv J, and you can register for the vision board party because it's going up on next Friday. It's going to be a party in the room. It's going to be some empowerment, some pouring out. Like it's going to be an amazing time. So I want all of you to join us. Bring a friend if you can. And then also don't forget to purchase our fall collection. We have our new crew neck sweaters out with the matching socks. If you have not seen those, listen, go hit up the website so you can see what they look like because you're going to fall in love once you see them and you're going to want to order you some. It'll be an amazing Christmas gift. So go ahead and do that. Support us. I would love it. Thank you so much in advance. And until next time, my classies, remember you may have been damaged, but you still have the goods. See you next time and have a blessed night.